Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thank you so much for joining me. This is the podcast The Endurance of Labor Laws. I am your lovely host Leslie Sullivan, and today is episode 89 and we are going to take a look at the Superfund sites in the state of Iowa. But first of all, let me give a big shout out to my listeners because as usual you guys are awesome and I love to see you. So a big shout out to Virginia, Oklahoma, Texas, my lovely neighbor, New York, Florida, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Alabama and Manitoba in terms of countries the United States the United Kingdom and Canada All right so let's go ahead and get started on this puppy here So again this is the Superfund sites in the state of Iowa and because it's not a huge list I will be going over these sites that um have been deleted meaning they have been cleaned up and good to go so it's always good to see those things But let's go ahead and first cover the active ones, meaning the ones that are still an issue. They still need to be cleaned up. They still are hazardous to our health, to the environment, to people, places, things, animals, plant life, the whole shebang. Excuse me, I got the hiccups a little bit. But let's go ahead and start on this one. So the first super fun site is called Des Moines TCE, and it is located in the county of Polk. And Polk County has 492,401 people living in that area. So just FYI, you do have a super fund site in your uh, region or area. The issue with this one is groundwater and soil contamination by VOCs, including PCE, TCE, and vinyl chloride, pesticides and herbicides from former industrial operations and waste disposal practices. This one was added to the list September 8, 1983. The next one that is active in the state of Iowa is that's Electro Coatings Inc. It is located in the county of Lynn. Lynn County has 230,299 people living in that area. The issue with this one is, let me take a look, groundwater contamination by hexavalent chromium and elevated levels of cadmium, nickel, and other heavy metals. Groundwater VOC contamination attributed to neighboring industry. Groundwater contamination has not been detected in municipal drinking uh, water wells, so that's good. But they still need to double check those things. This one was added to the national priorities list October fourth, nineteen eighty nine. The next one is Fairfield Coal. I think that's gasification plant. It is located in the county of Jefferson. So let me see what the population is. The population is 15,663. The issue with this one is groundwater contamination by PAHs including I think that's anthracene and pyrene, VOCs including benzene, toluene and xylene, lead, mercury and cyanides. This one was added to the national priorities list August 30th, 1990. The next one that is current and active is Iowa Army Ammunition Plant. It is located in the county of Des Moines. Let me see here. Des Moines County has 38,910 people living in that area. The issue with this one is surface water and groundwater contamination by explosives from musicians processing, creek sediment contamination by explosives and lead. This one was added to the list August 30th, 1990. The next one on the list is John Deere and it's it says Atumwa Works Landfill. So again, landfills tend to be pretty bad. We've seen from times past. This one is located in the county of Wapello. 
Let's see, this county has 35,437 people living in that area. The issue with this one is low-level contamination of soil and sediments by heavy metals and methylene chloride from formal disposal activities, low-level heavy metal contamination of surface water. This one was added to the list February 21, 1990. The next one is Lawrence Tots Farm. It is located in the county of Clinton. And Clinton County has 46,460 people living there. The issue with this one is groundwater contamination by arsenic, barium, lead, other heavy metals, sodium, tetrahydrofuron, benzene, toluene, and other VOCs from former waste disposal activities. Nearby wildlife and surface water may have been threatened by contamination. I'm not surprised. This one was added to the list June 10, 1986. The next one is Mason City Coal Gasification Plant. It is located in in Cerro Gordo or Chiro Gordo County. And that county has 43,127 people living in that area. The issue with this one is soil, on-site waste, bedrock and groundwater contamination by PAHs. Creek sediments are also contaminated. This one was added to the list December 16, 1994. The next one is Midwest Manufacturing North Farm. It is located in Jasper County. Let's see, Jasper County has 37,813 people living there. The issue with this one is groundwater contamination by VOCs such as vinyl chloride, TCE and DCE, cadmium and zinc from former electroplating operations. Site soils contain elevated levels of heavy metals. This one was added to the list June 10, 1986. The next one is People's Natural Gas Company. It is located in I think that's Dubuque. I think that's how you pronounce it. D U B U Q U E. Let's see. There are 99,266 people living in that county and again, my apologies for mispronouncing that word. I'm not quite sure about it. But the issue with this one is groundwater and soil contamination by VOCs, phenols, PAHs and inorganic compounds from processed waste. Nearby wetlands and fish and wildlife refuge may be threatened by runoff. This one was added to the list August 30th, 1990. The next one is Railroad Avenue groundwater contamination site. This one is located in the county of Polk. The issue with this one is groundwater contamination by TCE, DCE, and vinyl chloride. Several municipal water supply wells were contaminated and taken offline, but now have been returned to service after cleanup activities. This one was added to the list September 5, 2002. The next one is Shaw Avenue dump. It is located in Floyd County. Floyd County has 15,627 people living there. The issue with this one is groundwater, soil and the Cedar River are contaminated by arsenic from disposal of arsenic contaminated pharmaceutical manufacturing waste and sludge from a water treatment plant that received liquid waste from the same site. Very concerning with that one. This one was added to the list July 22, 1987. The next one is Vogel Paint and Wax Company. It is located in the county of Sioux or Sioux. I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but it's S I O U X. Let's see how many people live in this county. There are 35,872 people living in that county. 
The issue with this one is soil contamination by VOCs and heavy metals, including chromium and lead, from former waste disposal practices. Groundwater contamination by VOCs, including benzene, ethyl benzene, ethyl methyl ketone, toluene and xylene, and metals. This one was added to the list June 10th, 1986. So now we're going to go over the ones that are cleaned up and good to go. So Iowa is actually doing really good. So the first one that is cleaned up and good to go, meaning it's not a problem anymore, it has been returned back to nature, so it should be fine. The first one is Adex Corporation. It was located in Mills County. The issue with that one was groundwater was contaminated by atrazine and soil was contaminated by aldrin, chlordane, and other pesticides and stored waste from pesticide production in a 1976 fire that happened on site. This one was cleaned up and good to go as of October 21st, 1993. The next one is EI Duponte Numours and Company Inc, County Road X23. This one was located in the county of Lee. The issue with this one was groundwater and soil were contaminated by cadmium lead, other heavy metals and VOCs from former paint waste disposal. Livestock and approximately 1,200 people within three miles of the site depend on private wells for drinking water. This one was cleaned up and good to go as of September 25, 1995. The next one is Farmers Mutual Cooperative. It was located in the county of Sioux. Let's see, the issue with this one was three city wells were closed because of groundwater contamination. Site groundwater was contaminated by several pesticides and carbon tetrachloride. Soil contamination by pesticides is not at levels that are a concern to health, so that means the levels are still an issue. That's what that tells me, so that's a problem. But this one was taken off the list November 13, 2001, but I don't think it should have been taken off because if they still have if they if they're still able to detect some of these things that are contaminated in the soil, or water. I think um it should be investigated and it should be cleaned up further. So that one concerns me a little bit. The next one is Iowa City former manufactured gas plant, also known as FMGP. This one was located in Johnson County. The issue with this one was soil and groundwater contamination with coal, tar, benzene, toluene, ethyl benzene and xylene, arsenic, cyanides and some metals. It doesn't tell me when this one was cleaned up or when it was taken off the list, but it is supposedly good to go. The next one is La Bounty site. It was located in the county of Floyd. The issue with this one was VOCs and arsenic leached into a groundwater aquifer that is used for drinking water supplies. This one was cleaned up and good to go as of January 6, 1993. The next one is Lehigh Portland Cement Company. It was located in Cerro Gordo County. The issue with this one was groundwater on site became contaminated with heavy metals including arsenic as well as elevated pH levels. This one was cleaned up and good to go as of June 30th, 1993. That is good, gold star. The next one is Mid-America Tanning Company. That's interesting. It was located in the county of Woodbury. The issue with this one was soil Impounded sludges and surface water was contaminated with heavy metals including chromium. Sludges contain elevated levels of hydro or sorry hydrogen sulfide. This one was cleaned up and good to go as of September 24th, 2004.
The next one is Northwestern States Portland Cement Company. This one was located in the county of Chiro Gordo. The issue with this one was groundwater had elevated pH and was contaminated by sulfates and sodium from former waste disposal practices. Their drinking water wells were not affected. Sediments, soil and surface water had high pH considered caustic. Okay, that's concerning. This one was cleaned up and good to go as of August 31, 1995. The next one is Red Oak City Landfill. This one was located in the county of Montgomery. The issue with this one was soil, groundwater and surface water contaminated by low concentrations of VOCs including toluene and xylene and heavy metals including chromium, lead and barium from former landfilling practices. Nearby sediments contain toluene. Permeable soil makes groundwater contamination more likely. This one was cleaned up and good to go as of September 26, 2005. The next one is Sheller Globe Corporation Disposal. It was located in the county of Lee. The issue at this one was waste material was formally periodically burnt and the ash which was contaminated with metals was scattered over the site. Not very smart with that one. In a previous podcast we talked briefly about the dangers of incinerating things. There are some things that you can incinerate and other things you cannot incinerate because you still have left over debris and waste in the ash. And those ashes can get in the air and in, and in this case in the water and in the soil. Cuz whatever can be put in the soil will eventually or can eventually creep down into the water table and contaminate your water in that area. That's that's a concern for me. You know, just because people dump stuff on their ground on on the surface of the soil, that doesn't mean that it can't leach through and contaminate other things within the soil. Because whatever you put in the soil, it's very difficult to get it out of the soil. This one was cleaned up and good to go as of September 24th, 2001. The next and last one is White Farm Equipment Company dump. Again, if it's a dump or a landfill, we know it's going to be probably considerably bad because these are not normal sites, right? But the issue, oh, excuse me, this one was, was located in the county of Floyd. The issue with this one was groundwater contamination by VOCs and heavy metals including arsenic, chromium, copper, lead, nickel and zinc from former waste disposal practices. Sediments, soil and surface water also contain heavy metals. Local wetlands may have been at risk. I would say they were at risk. Let's just call a spade a spade on that one. This one was cleaned up and good to go as of October 30th, 2000. So, that is it for this lovely list here. So, in terms of what we will discuss, let me go to my list cuz I have a housekeeping list. I keep track of all the things that we need to discuss. So, the next one will either be in terms of this list, will either be the Safe Drinking Water Act or we will go over FIFRA or possibly the Toxic Substances Control Act. That one should be very interesting. Because like I was saying in a previous podcast, a lot of these rules, laws, and regulations, they're there for a reason. I don't like an abundance of rules, laws, and regulations, but a lot of these were started for a really good reason. So a lot of these rules, laws, and regulations, they get amended over the years. So things get added and subtracted from them because things need to be updated. So what was going on in the 50s, may or may not still be going on today but between the 1950s and today you know 
our country has had to deal with quite a few things, especially in terms of the environment. So how they handled things back in the 50s is probably not how they handle things today. Especially since we have new technology, new innovations and things of that nature as well as new inventions, which is always wonderful. I always love to see that. But I will go ahead and end this podcast, but until next time as usual, I pray that you're happy, healthy and whole, that you have a wonderful day and a wonderful week. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Still